Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Happy Friday. Thank you for being with us. Toll free, it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. The Attorney General Merrick Garland is now named a special counsel to probe uh, Donald Trump. Jack Smith is the guy's name. We're getting more information on him, and we will tell you all about Jack Smith as as, uh, as more information comes forward. Uh, career Justice Department official. Uh, We'll start at that point. You know, there's a lot of interesting sidebars to all of this. Uh, It's not a surprise to me. It is actually something I, I, I kind of expected. Now, if you think of a lot of the criticism, go back to yesterday, go back to this week, and go back to Jim Jordan, go back to James Comer, and their announced investigations into two separate things. One is whether or not because of whistleblower testimony that they have already received and laptop information that has been ignored now for well over two years by the FBI as it relates to Hunter, but more importantly, as it relates to the Biden family syndicate. Um, I think all of this played a part into this decision to appoint a special counsel because we what we're learning is, is the Biden White House has been gearing up for these investigations for quite a long period of time. They know what's on the laptop. The question is, is why specifically is Jim Jordan, House Judiciary, now looking into whether or not these charges by whistleblowers that the DOJ has been weaponized and the FBI has been politicized and you have all these people that will be given testimony to such and he's been giving us, you know, bits and pieces and crumbs of what's to come. It's gonna be pretty fascinating. Um, and then you tie that to the announced investigation and and James Comer's words that it's about not only just Hunter Biden, but about the president of the United States, Joe Biden, and whether or not this will be the biggest pay to play uh, corruption scandal and possibly in American history. When, when you look at what we already know 
now and and for those of you that minimize the Republicans winning the House, uh, it has enormous power associated with this. And and maybe it'll take these investigations to get going. Maybe maybe you'll have to see with your own eyes the visual of Nancy Pelosi handing over the gavel to realize what this means in terms of Republicans control the agenda. They control the chairmanships. They have the power of subpoena. Uh, they have the power to investigate. They have the power of the purse. Now, are they going to be able to move America towards energy independence? Sadly, no. Are they going to have the power to control our southern borders? Sadly, no. They might be investigating whether or not laws are being violated from the administration in terms of the the border laws that we have. Um, but that's separate and apart. But but let me stay focused here. You notice one thing that they have not done. Now, when you think of the FBI has had this laptop from hell for a long time, well over two years, and they haven't done a darn thing with it. And whistleblowers within the FBI, left and right, and there's a lot of them that are saying, uh, excuse me, politics is in play all over the place here. And that means that they're protecting people that they like. And by the way, if you look at the, if you can now go back three elections, and especially the last two presidential elections, and see that the FBI has way too much of, of their fingerprints on, on weighing the scales, if you will, of uh, election results by by interfering in ways that I think are quite inappropriate. But but think about it this way. Republicans now have control of the House. Uh, this means now that these investigations will go forward. I think they're complementary in as much as, okay, we're looking into whether the FBI is politicized, the DOJ is weaponized, and we're looking into why didn't they go after the Hunter Biden laptop uh, but yet now Merrick Garland is appointing a special counsel to investigate Donald Trump on, on Mar-a-Lago documents and January 6th documents. On the issue of documents, we could just go back to July of 2016, just before the election, and, and James Comey laying out Hillary Clinton had top-secret classified emails on her server, marked as such, uh, but no prosecutor would ever prosecute. Um, is that going to happen in the case of Donald Trump? I tend to think they might have a different approach or interpretation this time. But the big thing about Hunter's laptop is it's not just, you know, Hunter Biden and tax issues, which we've been hearing about, or Hunter Biden and he lied on his gun application, or Hunter Biden with drugs, or Hunter Biden with hookers, or Hunter Biden. No, it's it has everything to do with whether or not they use the power of the vice president to make a fortune. And, you know, so think about this. This is not just any public corruption case. They now have, as laid out in the, what, 31 pages of James Comer, they have bank records. They have government documents. They have Hunter implicating his own father in this laptop numerous times. And the question is whether or not the Biden sold access to the highest levels of our federal government, to our foreign adversaries in some instances, and and using you know somebody that had look, look at look at Ukraine for example the quid pro quo the real quid pro quo with Joe, think about this a vice president is willing to withhold a billion taxpayer dollars from Ukraine unless they fire a prosecutor. You've got six hours, son of a b, they did it. Now, why would a vice president of the United States ever care about some some dopey prosecutor in Ukraine? 
Well, now we know what the reason is, because that prosecutor was investigating uh, zero experience Hunter, who was being paid millions and millions of dollars. Now, why would you pay Hunter Biden millions of dollars? Let's take this one case. He goes on Good Morning America and he's asked questions. Well, OK, you made all these millions of dollars. Do you have any experience in energy? No. Oil? No. Gas? No. Any experience with Ukraine? No. OK, why do you think that they were willing to pay you millions of dollars? Hunter's answer was, I don't know. And then whoever was doing the interview at ABC says, well, do you think maybe it had to do with your father? And he goes, probably. Well, probably is the right answer. So you have, and by the way, at the time, you're talking about a guy that's struggling with crack addiction. I mean, it's insane what we now know here. But you have, then then you look at hostile regimes that he was dealing with. Former First Lady of Moscow, that would be Russia. And three and a half million dollars that we know of going to Hunter's companies. Then the talk now of a hundred million dollar real estate investment. Then you look at China, $100,000 shopping spree for the Hunter Biden family. Uh, for what? You know, who goes on? Then you have a $5 million loan with no interest, and it's forgivable. What is it for? I never heard of a no interest forgivable loan. Well, actually, I have. I mean, if, if friends of mine, I've at times needed extra money, would I lend the money? Yeah, of course I would. Would I charge interest? No, unless I had to legally. You know, in other words, if you had to do it because otherwise, yeah, whatever, I, I let the tax accountants handle that crap because uh, I don't I can't even download an app. I can't do my taxes. It's impossible. The laws are too confusing for any any intelligent adult to get through it. So, you know, or the Kazakhstan sports car for whatever expensive, extravagant amount of money that Hunter got. You know, why are they giving Hunter a guy at the time addicted to crack? A guy that they know, I'm sure they did background checks. They, they were fully aware of his proclivities for women of the night. Why are they giving him all this money? You know, now we know from, from Congressman Comer that U.S. banks filed more than 150 suspicious activity reports with the federal government over foreign transactions with Hunter and Joe Biden's brother, Jim. We know that Hunter had this these cozy, lucrative financial relationships, well, they, they say, with up to 50 countries. You know, numerous shady foreign nationals in more than a dozen countries, you know, and then you have Hunter all over his laptop, you know, whining, moaning and groaning repeatedly about all the money that has to go to Pops, the big guy, you know, according to Hunter in his own words, complaining that he has to give up, up half his income to Pops, even paid to keep up uh, Joe's mansion and pay for repairs in Delaware and complained about that. And then, of course, the Tony Bobolinsky line, yeah, I sat in meetings with, with the communist Chinese, and, and yeah, Joe knew all about it. Joe Biden repeatedly had told us before the election that he had absolutely no knowledge of Hunter's foreign business dealings. Never talked to him, not one time about it. Well, now we have photograph after photograph after photograph where Joe Biden is pictured with Hunter and his foreign business associates and partners. You know, then we know of at least 14 meetings with these individuals while he was vice president between 2010 and 2018. And now Republicans are demanding answers. Now, the question I have for Merrick Garland is, where's that special prosecutor? Because, you know, one of the big questions now we go back to the other investigation. This is where they go hand in hand. Is the FBI politicized? 
Is there a dual system of justice? Do we have equal justice and application of our laws? If we don't have it, as I suspect we don't right now, that means, you know, as Mark Levin had a great phrase in one of his books, a post-constitutional America, because every law's foundation is our Constitution. You know, what do we know about this guy, Jack Smith, the special prosecutor in this case, Former colleague described the veteran prosecutor as the gold standard. It sounds exactly like the lines we got about Mueller. Uh, but anyway, longtime federal prosecutor, former head of the Justice Department's public integrity section. Uh, of course, everybody's singing his praises in the mainstream media. He began as a special counsel immediately, has served since 2018 as the chief prosecutor in International Criminal Court in The Hague and Netherlands where he was tasked with investigating and adjudicating war crimes in Kosovo. Uh, he served in multiple roles with the Justice Department, including as a, an assistant U.S. Uh, attorney in Middle District, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee. He took the helm of the department's public integrity unit, oversaw high-profile cases, often targeted elected officials. He earned a reputation as an aggressive prosecutor attempting to revamp the office after a series of embarrassing missteps. When it comes to investigating allegations of sophisticated federal crime, he is the gold standard. Okay, you get two quotes like that. So the question you would have is if we had equal justice, we had equal application under the law in this country, why wouldn't there be a special prosecutor? Now that we know all that we know about the Bidens, we'll, we'll get into this question later in the program today because it's pretty unbelievable. And and this now is going to go on. Uh, they say they're going to do it quickly. I don't know what the definition of quickly is. As far as the January 6th side of it, basically, I think they'll they'll cut and paste everything that they did with the January 6th committee, a partisan committee, and just, you know, rehash all of that yet again and, and try and find if there's any law breaking in there. Uh, one thing they never played during the, those investigations, not one time, was many of you will peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. Not one time did we hear from Nancy Pelosi, her text messages, her emails. She's in charge of safety at the Capitol. Now we're understanding that the Secret Service may have had intelligence of up to weeks before January 6th that some people were planning some type of, of violence like this on the 6th, and they didn't act on it. Uh, when they did get intelligence in the days leading up to it, we know the Capitol Police Chief requested National Guard troops on six different occasions. Why didn't they interview him? Why did the mayor, Mayor Muriel Bowser of D.C., reject having the National Guard called up before she was even offered it, as far as we can tell? I mean, that's a little insane. But none of these people were ever questioned. The goal of this committee should have been, how do we prevent this from ever happening again? They should have had a committee looking into how do we prevent 574 riots in the summer of 2020 from ever happening again. But, of course, we don't have equal justice application or investigations of laws in this country either. Everything has been highly politicized, and it, it, it's never been this transparent, but it's now that transparent. Hey, listen, I want you all to save money one way you can do it, especially in these tough recessionary economic times. Oh, I get such bad news on the economy to get share with you today. 
Don't shoot the messenger. Don't blame the messenger. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, ready, we're back to the vast right-wing conspiracy uh, defense of Democrats, because now that the House is going to hold the administration accountable by investigating the FBI if it's politicized and the DOJ if it's weaponized, they... um, the House is going to have this investigation into Joe and Hunter Biden and their business dealings. White House Counsel's Office dismissed the inquiry Thursday as focused on long-debunked conspiracy theories. What part of the Hunter Biden laptop is not true? Nobody can answer that. Ron Johnson, we'll play it later, actually asked Director Ray if any of it had Russian misinformation in it. And he, Christopher Ray refused to answer the question. And he said, the reason you won't answer the question is because there was no Russian disinformation in it. Uh, anyway, Joe Biden's team has, uh, you know, badgered a compliant media to claim that there's nothing to see and pressured social media companies to censor the articles about Hunter. You know, that is a story in and of, of itself is they wouldn't allow information that turned out to be accurate and true to come out to the public three weeks before a presidential election involving a president and his son. The same people that were all too willing to push an unproven, dirty dossier paid for by Hillary four years earlier. And this is and was supposed to all feel good about our election system and about our media mob and about the Democrats thinking they have any sense of fair play in them. They don't. Anyway, quick break. Right back. We'll continue. 800-941-SEAN, our number. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So you got these dual investigations. Uh, you've got James Comer outlining, uh, outlining his investigation into the Biden family syndicate. And he's very clear on what he's saying here. And he's saying that Biden lied when he said he had nothing to hide during the campaign regarding his family's business dealings. And when he said, I've never had a conversation with my son, not one time about his foreign business dealings. We've got pictures. We've got meetings. We've got times. We've got places. Quote, Comer says he personally participated in meetings and phone calls. Documents show he was a partner with access to the office. Uh, Comer goes on to say it raises troubling questions about whether our president, Joe Biden, is a national security threat. And by the way, if it was any Republican, what do you think Democrats would be saying? And whether he's compromised by foreign governments. 
I think I might be one of the very few that kept making this point that if, in fact, they did these deals with China, Russia, etc., that they were totally compromised. It would explain why the waiver was given to Putin for Nord Stream 2. You know, I'd like to know why on the issue of MBS, uh, you know, Joe Biden is is seemingly protecting MBS today. And uh, I'll give you the details of that in a second. But just to stay on focus here, uh, Comer went on to say they've identified over 50 countries the Bidens have done business with, 50 foreign countries. I'm most concerned with the countries like China and Russia. Let's see, a $5 million, no interest, forgivable loan, huh? Whoever whoever heard of that kind of deal? $100,000 shopping spree for Hunter Biden and his family. $1.5 billion deal, Bank of China. Bank of China, what, they've never heard of Goldman Sachs, Deutsche Bank, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, whatever, you know, whatever big financial firm is out there, they're going to go with the former crack addict. And I, I mean, it makes no sense with no experience. No experience in energy, oil, gas, none whatsoever. But he gets millions from Burisma in Ukraine. Then the 150 uh, uh, SAR generated by the American banks to the Treasury Department connects Hunter and his business associates to international human trafficking and other illegal activities. That's stuff I don't know about. And that Hunter Biden was doing this. And anyway, Comer says Joe and Hunter's bank accounts were co-mingled, if not shared. And it's bizarre. None of this makes sense. Why would you cancel the Keystone XL pipeline and give a waiver to the Nord Stream 2 pipeline? And then Comer was clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. He said, we'd love to talk to people in the Biden family, specifically Hunter and Joe Biden. Our investigation is about Joe, and we already have evidence that would point that Joe was involved with Hunter Biden on issues. We want the bank records, and that's our focus. And, of course, Jim Jordan gets out there and he says, it'd be nice if the FBI and the Department of Justice you know, stay out of all this. Let people decide, you know, who we think should represent us and who we think should lead us. And that's how America is supposed to work. So this is a focus on the of the Judiciary Committee, the political nature of the Justice Department and the linkage now to what was happening with the Hunter Biden story. As I said, they they go hand in hand 15 days before the presidential election. Oh, no, it's it's not true. None of it. Meanwhile, the FBI had had this laptop much earlier and did nothing with it. The, the ensuing two years, they've done nothing with it. Jordan discussed whether the administration would cooperate. Well, first, they haven't responded to any correspondence. They changed the suspicious activity report, the SARS report process and protocol. They set up now a new committee, and now they're claiming a vast right-wing conspiracy. Another bizarre move today, maybe this is... Joe Biden's way of, of getting OPEC and Saudi Arabia to produce more energy because he's he's not going to change his his refusal to become energy independent again and increase energy production domestically. Anyway, the Biden administration ruled on Thursday that the Saudi Arabian crown prince, MBS, Mohammed bin Salman, has been has immunity from a lawsuit over the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. Well, Joe Biden said this was a pariah nation. 
Joe Biden said journalist Jamal Khashoggi was killed by MBS. Why would you give this guy immunity? And what was the purpose of this? Drawing a media condemnation, by the way, from Khashoggi's former fiance. Remember, this was the guy that was killed and dismembered in October 2018 by Saudi agents in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, an operation which U.S. intelligence believe was ordered by the prince himself, by MBS himself, the kingdom's de facto leader now for several years. Uh, anyway, the news is, it, you know, why would Joe Biden offer immunity to this guy? Especially after he embarrassed him on the world stage by not only rejecting Joe's offer to increase energy production, oil production, not only did they reject the offer, they said they're doing the opposite. They're decreasing the production of oil in with OPEC and OPEC plus nations and Saudi Arabia. They're all decreasing it. And then when Joe Biden came back, we found out because the Saudis told us that Joe Biden asked, well, can you announce it uh, a month from now? A month from now meant after the elections. Where's that investigation? Anyway, Christopher Ray admits 70% of abortion-related violence targeted pro-lifers. Oh, I, I thought we were, this only went one way. Christopher Ray was forced to admit it yesterday, but he, could, he couldn't explain why the FBI recently arrested 26 pro-life perpetrators of violence compared to none on the pro-abortion side of the debate. Now, they have 20-plus whistleblowers in the FBI that have stepped out and they're going to come forward and they're telling their stories to Ron Johnson, Senator Grassley and Jim Jordan. By the way, watch the smearing of those three. It's about to begin. Anyway, Washington Times points out 70 percent of the FBI's abortion related cases since the leak of the Dobbs decision involve attacks and threats against pro-life facilities and even acknowledged by the FBI director. And then Director Ray insisted in testimony before the Senate Homeland Security Committee that the Bureau has treated violence against pro-life and pro-choice organizations equally while disclosing the pro-life groups have been the primary targets of post-Dobbs violence. Uh, we have quite a number of investigations as we speak into attacks and threats against pregnancy resource centers, faith-based organizations, other pro-life organizations. While more than 100 pro-life offices, crisis pregnancy centers, and Catholic churches have been attacked, since the leak of the Dobbs decision, the FBI has announced zero arrests. But they did announce 26 pro-life activists arrests in the recent months. These are these are these whistleblowers going to be proven true? I would I would think that's likely. Anyway, so we're watching all of this. We're going to get into the economy at the top of the next hour. I don't have a lot of good news on this. Saddest thing I read is that people are giving up turkey. You know, everything involved with Thanksgiving now costs a dramatically more from the turkey to the stuffing to the, you know you name it it all costs more some people now read a headline they're going to substitute pizza for turkey for a traditional turkey thanksgiving dinner why only because of inflation 70 percent of americans live in paycheck to paycheck you know thanksgiving you know in the past thanksgiving you kind of budget for it. it's not a big deal you buy a turkey, you get the cranberries, you get the, the, the pecan pie, the apple pie, the blueberry pie, the pumpkin pie, whatever you like to eat. I don't need any of that crap anymore. Looks, By the way, the pumpkin pie looks exactly like the color of that orange puke drink that Linda likes to eat. Um, you know, I'll give you a few headlines. 
inflation hits, you know, toy makers now are unveiling smaller priced items, smaller items priced below 10 bucks because they know families are not going to be able to afford Christmas presents this year. How sad is that? You know, we're all looking at Germany. There's a great article in Zero Hedge that in Germany, Europe's largest economy, they are now preparing for a worst case scenario because they gave in to their climate alarmist cultist and they became fully dependent on a hostile regime, Vladimir Putin and Russia, for their energy resources. Now, because of the war in Ukraine, well, the spigot has been turned off. How many years have I been talking about Putin turning off the spigot? I've used that exact term for years and years on this program. Uh, but anyway, they're now preparing, get this, for mobs in the street, for runs on bank, bank runs, should blackouts prevent the population from having access to cash. German authorities, according to Reuters, have stepped up preparations for emergency cash deliveries to keep the economy running as the nation is now bracing for possible power cuts arising from the war in Ukraine. They're de- they, they have no option. We should be their option. We have hundreds of years worth of natural gas, oil, coal, and we could be selling it to them and making a massive profit, but also helping them save money and stay warm this winter. would be a good thing for everybody. Win, win, win. Maybe that's the angle, Sean. Maybe we take the humanitarian angle and we tell all these liberals with big hearts that we're here to help and we want to give back. Maybe then they'll be okay with it. German authorities have stepped up preparations for emergency. This is insanity. You know, now we have thoughts. We had heard from Governor Sununu and General Bolduck on the issue of potential blackouts in the entire New England power grid because they're not going to have enough natural gas available to power it. By the way, as I warned you, home sales have plunged 30 percent. And it is now home sales, a 10 year low prices are now many parts of the country beginning to show uh, massive declines. By the way, according to uh, and we'll get into this with Steve Moore at the top of the hour. Fidelity Investments, one of the largest managers of retirement accounts in America, is warning Biden inflation is draining the value of people's IRA accounts by a whopping 25 percent. And now people's home values are going to be going down 5, 10, 20, 25 percent as well. And by the way, the Joe Biden's economic team is abandoning ship. You know what that means to me? They see no end in sight. And they know they're going to be blamed. National Economic Council Director Brian Deese, one of Biden's top economic advisors, he's leaving early next year. Uh, along with Deese, you have the Council of Economic Advisors Chairwoman Cecilia Rouse. She's leaving early next year. Janet Yellen plans to stay at her post, but sources say they expect her to leave before the 2024 presidential election. She doesn't want any part of it. I don't even know what to tell you about this, you know, this FTX crypto mess that's out there. Um, You know, I I warned people about crypto. I said, you know what? If if you're going to invest, be careful. Uh, But... You know, maybe it'll come back. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I talk to people on both sides. We're also going to hit the border today as uh, reports out today now show that Biden is expanding his plan to resettle millions of illegal immigrants into the heartland of America. Uh, We've talked a lot about these these middle of the night uh, flights that have been taking place. You know, yesterday in the front of the New York Post, this is the headline. Think the border is out of control now. 
A judge's ruling is going to lead to 18,000 crossers a day. The Trump uh, and Biden administration use of Title 42 emergency COVID protocol to expel 2.3 million border crossers since 2020. By the way, Biden has not been using it. Let's let's just be clear here to very limited levels. Now has a federal judge said the rule must be lifted in five weeks. That's going to be 18,000 crossings every single day. Now, we already have four and a half million since Joe Biden's been president. That is, you know, wide open borders. They're not even trying to enforce the law. They're aiding and abetting in the law breaking. They're involved in human trafficking. And they even go as far as to give special treatment to illegal immigrants. You don't get a COVID test. You don't get a vaccine mandate. You get a Biden phone and free transportation to the, you know, I guess the the state of your choice. Governor Abbott now is, and we'll get into this with Brandon Judd later, he's using his constitutional authority and invoking the invasion clauses of both the U.S. and Texas constitutions to authorize Texas to take unprecedented measures to defend their state against an invasion. And he's citing the exact sources of the Constitution. We'll get to that coming up later in the program. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN. What a news day. Man, thought it would be an easy day today. Voice is shot. Yeah. Um, anyway, listen, our friends at Upside, you want to save money? Okay, you got to get the Upside app. Write this down or memorize this. It's not hard to remember. Upside.com slash Hannity. Not that hard. All right, so what is Upside? It's very, very important. It's an incredible app. Now, if you buy gas, you buy groceries, or if you dine out anywhere, fast food, whatever, with Upside, you get paid every time you purchase something, and it costs you nothing to get the app. To get started, you go to Upside.com slash Hannity or the App Store. You download the free Upside app. Now, the next time you fill up your gas tank, at first, uh, you're going to save 25 cents or more on every gallon of gas that you buy for your first tank of gas. <clears throat> Next, anytime you're about to buy something, you maybe you're at a grocery store, maybe you're filling up your car, whatever it happens to be, uh, just, you know, you pay with your credit card, your debit card, but you check in with your Upside app, pay as usual, and you will get three times more cash back with Upside, and you get to keep your rewards program if, if your credit card has one. It's absolutely free. It has a 4.8 star rating from the App Store. Simple. Download the free Upside app, upside.com slash Hannity, to get 25 cents or more off every gallon on your first tank of gas. It's absolutely free. The app, 25 cents or more back every gallon, first tank of gas at upside.com slash Hannity. And you save money every time you buy groceries and every time you dine out. We'll continue. All right, how bad is the economy going to get? What do you expect? And how high are heating uh, prices going to be this winter? Some estimates now 45% higher. And, of course, the risk of the New England grid going down and having blackouts in the middle of winter. Anyway, we'll check in with our economic experts. And Governor Abbott fights back on the, quote, invasion. I'll explain straight ahead. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.